Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hope You're Ready. I'm your host, Will, and my co-host this week is... Bruce Banner. Hey, Bruce. What you doing on my podcast? Hey, I'm trying not to turn into the Hulk. (laughs) I'm just doing the best I can. (laughs) All of these crazy news stories that I'm I'm trying to maintain. Yeah, I feel you. Well, I want to welcome you, Bruce, <laughs> to the podcast as well as all the listeners. Hey, we're on episode four. Yes, yeah. sir. Episode four. Wow. We're going. We're going. Just well, imagine when we say 400. <laughs> hey, you know, we'll be saying, wow. I'll be like, oh, again? <laughs> Okay, another hundred. Dang, yeah, in the wrong business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, the sponsor of this episode is Burley's Web Hosting. Um, You can find them at burleyswebhosting.com. B U R L E Y web hosting, all one word, dot com. Whether you're writing a, a personal blog or you're Fortune 500 company with its own servers, we can meet your needs. So if you want to support, um, hope you're ready, check out Burley's Web Hosting today. Well, if you've been paying any type of attention to the news this past week, you will have noticed that there was a white supremacy march in Charlottesville, uh, Virginia. And it was crazy. And everybody's talked about it this past week. So we won't get into the march uh, specifically. But what I wanted to talk about was there's um, this New York Times writer who <clears throat> has been um, putting um, this Twitter handle, uh, You're a Racist, and they've been taking the, the pictures of the people that were marching from the media and posting it on Twitter and saying, do you know this person? And they've asked people to put their name and their social media um, links so they can get called out. And one person so far has lost his job. Um, And one guy I was reading, um, he goes to school at the uh, University of Nevada, Nevada um, in Reno. And I think he was 20, he's 20 years old. And now he's trying to backtrack and saying, I know it looks bad, but I'm not the, the, the racist that the picture points me out to be. <laughs> so what do you think about, you know, this tactic, like um, getting people and calling them out on social media for participating in, in the, in the march? Well, this is not the first time that I've heard of something like this happening where people are uh, putting people, I guess they, as they say on blast and, you know, I guess, um, but you know me, I'm, I'm really a person of freedom of speech and, and people having differences and being able to agree, uh, uh, agree whether they disagree you know what I'm saying? At least be agreeable about the whole situations on what's going on in this world, what's happening in the media or whatever. I mean, I understand, you know, I mean, I guess nobody really likes a racist person. Nobody likes whatever, whatever. But does that does that equate to somebody losing their job, somebody losing their whole livelihood just because of whatever, you know, the, the, person, the way that this person could have been raised brought this person to where they are at this point in their life where this is who they are, you know? And yeah, I mean, you may not agree with, you know, somebody being racist as I don't, but I also don't feel that that person deserves to lose their whole livelihood 
for this, you know, I just don't. Yeah. Well, I think in this situation, I think it's, I think right on because it wasn't only that they're racist and it wasn't only that they were marching, it was that they were violent. And, you know, when you go out and march, you have no, you have no, um, privacy because you're out in public so if you can get out there and say all this stuff and be violent where people can see you well (laughs) if it gets back to your job and it's a right to work state i think you can lose your job because they they want people they want gay people to lose their job just because they're gay so i think if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. If you can get out there what? and do all this shit, be prepared for the consequences. What's that song that says two wrongs don't make it right? And and there's just I don't think I, I, I feel like I feel like I really get both sides of the whole thing, but at the same time I guess my my uh opinion i guess leans more to the side of you know i mean if this person is being violent and stuff of course they should be punished put them in jail do something you know if they committed a crime or something put them in jail lock them away or whatever and that they will already lose their jobs and things like that on that accord but just getting them fired from their jobs and they're still just basically walking the streets and terrorizing people or doing spewing whatever their hate is and still committing violence, that's not really solving anything either. If the person is violent or whatever and been proven to be, then they should be locked away or they should be punished, you know, by the courts in whatever fashion other than just losing their jobs or just, you know, uh, exposing them public, you know, I guess worldwide, you can really say now with the internet. I mean, it's not necessarily doing anything because sometimes in this world, in this, uh, I guess, digital or virtual world, you know, exposing somebody like that without actually putting them behind bars can sometimes turn them into actually a celebrity or even make them a martyr, you know, for whatever the cause is that they believe in. And that's not really actually solving anything either because then you will have other people who will want to rise up behind them to take up the torch and carry the you know literally and figuratively to go in and and further this person's cause i think the only the only the root of how his picture ended up out there was because he was doing something he had no business in doing and he's in a right to work state and if he, he wasn't aware about his job, he couldn't get arrested because people traveled from all over. This guy um, lives in Berkeley, California. <clears throat> and so he traveled um, to take part in this, this, um, this march. Right, right. Um, but so, even if he traveled, shouldn't he be punished? If, if he committed a crime or did something violent to someone, shouldn't he still be punished punished in charlottesville or wherever even if he came all the way from wherever but if the i mean police, the crime was committed there but if the police didn't arrest them are we supposed right. to just sit there and be like and that's the problem i think yeah. that may be the bigger problem so just like they because say, just losing his job isn't really doing anything if he's still out here you know fighting the cause well, there are people, people are, you're never going to get rid of racism. You're never going to get rid of prejudice. But you hit people True where that. it hurts. Um, and pe- this is uh, a social media world. Yes, I, and that's the... Uh, and living in, oh Calif- living in California, I'm saying it's not the people's fault who posted his picture on social media. It's his fault. Because he was yeah. out there, and he did it in the light of of the of day, and he wasn't worried about it when he was uh, trying to uh, impress his racist friends. So he got he should accept the consequences of what he did. It's his fault. True. That's the root of it. 
Yeah, it. and we got fired. And my last thing, I want to just, I just want to reiterate that them, them doing this, and even you know, even if he loses his job, I mean, you have these people these days that, like you said, you will never get rid of racism. Okay, this guy loses his job due to being basically a racist and, and a violent racist, I guess. I, I don't know, you know, all of the whole story, but if he's a violent racist and everything and, on, and his only penalty is losing his job, a lot of other racist people, they, could, they will create GoFundMes for this type of thing. They will contribute to his PayPal. This man can become a millionaire just, just fighting this cause, being, like I said, like they can become celebrities and martyrs and stuff just for this thing. That's why I say if they commit a crime, or whatever the pro the real problem is this man was not arrested for the crimes or whatever that he committed or or and and whoever else was out there you know doing the same things they were not arrested and 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 being and currently waiting i guess to be tried in the court of law that's to me the real problem there because just just making this man lose his job and pointing him out to the whole world that's a whole world of a whole lot more racist who would actually support this man, even no, especially learning that he lost his job, they will support this man. And so uh, it's not like he would have anything to worry about. He should have been punished by the court of law. Is I guess where I, I I felt should have happened. Yeah, but and and I get what you're saying. But these people didn't make him lose his job. He made himself lose his job because right. it wasn't that. Um, people put his face on social media. Right. It was by his own actions mm -hmm. that, this, his, that all of this happened. And his boss said, oh, and I forgot, I don't, I'm not going to say his name because <laughs> I don't want to publicize yeah. him even more. Right. But his boss is like, oh, hey, Joey, you're out there. I don't like it. This is my business. Get the fuck out of here. And that's his boss's right, too. So right. if he wouldn't have been out there, his pro boss probably didn't even know he was a racist. I don't know, you know, this man's everyday that everyday life, but sure. you know, he is reaping the consequences of his own actions, whether he gets um, famous and rich, whether he whether he gets rich off of um, the backs of other racists. That's fine but he's going to have a hard time finding another job so let him get let him get money off of other races and not let him get money off of people who are customers in whatever store he's in let him work for other races because at some point you know whether he gets money off of them or not whether he gets rich or not there there are consequences and if you want to work in the public where there are people all different backgrounds, well, you liked our money <laughs> when you were, because he was working in a hot dog joint, I think. Really? Yeah. So you I'm know, not trying to job shame him. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it wasn't just white people going in, in there. He was a wiener salesman? <laughs> <laughs> is that what he was? I have no idea because this is the first time really hearing more about this. So. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, to me, I'm like, you're, you're, we're good enough for you to take our money but you don't want to be around us meaning any minority or any jew or any gay person or whatever else that they don't like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so you know go go i say go be with the racists and we'll we'll all be fine be rich with your other racists uh, mm -hmm. or live in the woods with your other racists and then we don't so have so scary yeah Next topic I want to talk about is uh, the trans fight for equality. I was reading this article on, um, I think it was The Advocate. Um, and what is, well, first of all, a couple of weeks ago, uh, 
President Trump put out this tweet saying that um, basically I'm saying here and now that the U.S. military won't um, take transgender people in any form of fashion uh, because it costs too much for their medical needs and we need to uh, be focused on winning and things like that. And then he ends it, thank you. <laughs> you know, I am Bruce Banner, okay? Please, don't make me angry. Please, please. And, I can't control this guy. <laughs> and, you know, people were, you know, up in arms, which, you know, this man is the president of the United States. When you say something or tweet something or whatever, people are going to pay attention. They do that with every president. But I think it it's a distraction um, because the real thing is when these lawmakers, it was a, um, a Republican from Missouri, or Missouri, <laughs> if you're from there, um, <laughs> she introduced a bill um, basically trying to not offer health care to trans uh, soldiers um, because she said on the Senate floor that, you know, this is going to cost over $1.3 billion, with a B, <laughs> dollars, and this is too expensive. And um, the Rand Corporation had done a study and said that it's going to cost about $1 million. So my thing is that whether you support or believe that uh, in trans individuals, what, why uh, keep them from fighting in the military? I mean, it's with the Afghanistan and the Iraq wars, those wars only um, touch 1% of the population. That's not that many people. <laughs> I don't understand why um, these people are trying to keep trans soldiers from fighting because only 1% of um, Americans fought in um, the Afghanistan or and the Iraq wars. So it's not like we have people just lining up to go over there because <laughs> people yeah. really don't believe it. And, you know, they've basically drawn down in um, Afghanistan. So I, I just don't get it. Am I missing something? You you really don't want to ask Bruce Banner right now. Go ahead. You on a podcast. <laughs> no, you don't want me to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> You really don't on this show. Gonna say what you think, man. I, I, you might. Okay, we might have to edit it out because I'm just like, listen. Why? In my own opinion, I'm like, who the fuck wants to fight for this country anyway? When they're all doing the whole, especially when you have somebody at the helm of this shit, your commander in chief. Uh, Trump, like who would, would want to even bother anyway? Like you said, it's not like it's people knocking the door down to be part of the the armed forces to go out and fight anyway. And then he wants to try to make some kind of limitation on who should who should uh be able to who should be able to go out and, and serve the country and who should not. Like it makes me. I'm putting it. In, I'm trying to put this in my Bruce Banner nice ass way. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me want to feel like fuck America. Like fuck that. Like who the hell? Who wants to deal with that? And especially when he's putting out this type of thing, and then uh, it's just it's too much. It's too much. I said, don't make me angry. I said, that. <laughs> I said that at the beginning of it. I'm, re I'm really trying. <laughs> but you you wanted me to say something, so. Yeah. And, you know, the point is, that's 
a lot of the times the military um, beyond people who do it because um, their family did it. Right. Their mama did it. Their grandmama did it and whoever. A lot of people, that's the only option for them. Because Um, they want to get college education and things like that for free. And they, well, yeah, and need and need a job because <laughs> yeah, you know right because they get paid while they're in service, right? Right, and that's you know needing a job. That's a whole not to mention the okay. veterans benefits afterwards. Yeah, and that's a whole nother episode if we're going to be talking about yeah. jobs. But okay, I I just don't get it, and I'm not saying that you know a person has to agree with it or has to believe in it or can't hold their religious beliefs about it. But I I don't get it. I think it started out with Trump as a distraction because there's always something going on with him. But you have people that were in the military before this man came along because Obama... Um, eased those restrictions and was, you know, did his due uh, diligence and the ban ended, I think, six months before he left office. And so Trump and later and it's like, and then he didn't even send over the orders. So then the, <laughs> the joint chiefs came out and said, we're still going to be doing the same thing we're doing because he hasn't given us any direction because this man just tweeted this. You're making me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say my, I, I just want to say one more thing. Like, I mean, if you're on the front lines in a war or whatever, straight man, gay man, whoever you are, would you really give a damn if there's a transsexual up there actually covering for you and saving your damn life? Like, would it really matter? Would it really matter? At the end of the day, if you get to go home at the end of all of that, and you get to go home to your wife and kids, would you would you feel some, some kind of way? Would you feel some kind of shame to be able to tell your family, yeah, I got injured and I had to hide temporarily while this transsexual saved my life? Would you, would it matter? Would you be ashamed? I'm just wondering. I don't know. And I'm done with that. Personally. I I think that's a good way to end the topic. (laughs) Moving on. Well, it's time after that last topic. We need to have something non-political. So it's time for entertainment news. You have anything for us this week? All right. Uh, If you remember from the last episode, there was a situation where I was trying to figure out who in the heck was Tyler, the creator, Tyler, the creator, or Tyler, the great, who was supposedly had came out as gay, right? Well, the update this week is the fact that uh, he's saying, basically, I ain't gay no more. I'm delivered. No, I'm kidding. Well, let me just take it back a little bit. Last week, well, it was actually this week that this happened. He was on a radio. Uh, he was on a radio show, which was No Waves Coops Coops Tunes Radio. Tyler and he just blurted out in the conversation and said, "I had a boyfriend when I was 15 in fucking Hawthorne, California." It's not. It's not. If that's not open-minded, I don't know what is. And he didn't explain, he didn't go on to elaborate. He didn't explain it no further than that. And just basically moved on to other topics of discussion, which of course led everybody to be like, okay, well shit, you just said I had a boyfriend when I was 15. So what else does that mean? Right. And then you're trying, and then, so now I guess after it, after the news is everywhere, you know, that he saying, okay, well, I guess he done came out, which, Mind you, his album also dropped around that same time. Now, he's saying, oh, it was just a figure of speech. He tweeted out, figure of speech to get Coops open-minded, in in quotations, get his point across. I was single at 15, ha ha. 
I'm just like, listen, I almost was about to go and try to listen and figure out who this Tyler the Creator was and see if I might like his music. And I ain't going to lie, just because he is gay, I wanted to know. Maybe he putting out some good stuff. Because to be honest, I feel like a lot of the gays are, are very good at being overachievers and, and being real good at their craft. I'm really trying to stay, stay, stay on the calm space, but I'm just like, this is all BS and just like what I thought it was in the beginning. Some whole little uh, attempt to try to sell albums and start a little controversy while doing so, right? Okay, and another update I got is dealing with Bill Cosby. Okay, earlier this month, he actually uh, lost his lead attorney, attorney when he withdrew, uh, which was Brian McMonagle. I'm horrible with names, names, guys. But Brian McNoggle, McMonagle, that's a crazy name anyway. I don't care. So he, his attorney withdrew from the rape case retrial. Uh, and as you know, this whole, like I said in the last episode, basically, this is a rape trial tour and it continues. It may be coming to a city near you. Now, the second lead attorney is also stepping down. I wish I could get a little bit more uh, uh, information on what the heck is that really all about, but um, he's asked for a delay now in the proceedings until September 11th. September 11th, interest, interesting date, right? We just mentioned earlier in this episode that they had uh, these all of these uh, deals going on in Charlottesville. Throw this in for free for you guys. I also heard that there's some talks by the same people who started that Charlottesville deal that they're also planning something for it September 11th. So you might want to stay in the house. You might want to be a little careful that day in America. I'm just saying. All right. So I just want to let you guys know that for some reason in, in the Bill Cosby case that I'm, I'm really intrigued by, I really want to see a movie, but his, uh, as of, as of uh, currently, he has lost another attorney in his case. And while he's losing, let's, let's switch on over to the music industry. We've been trying to figure out with Fantasia, one of my favorite uh, R&B, I guess, slash soul, wannabe slash gospel uh, singers that we got going on out here. We're trying to figure out, is she being canceled or not? Because the deal that's going on, if you remember, if any of you that follow her remember, I think it was earlier this year, she was uh, set to host an All Lives Matter concert, which I think she was also, if I'm not mistaken, listeners, get me right, get me right on together if I'm wrong. Uh, Anthony Hamilton, I believe, was supposed to be part of that with her, and he backed out as soon as they uh, released those little posters and everything, he backed on out of that, and then Fantasia seemed like she took a big uh, hit for that. Well, currently, she's trying to uh, put on a concert in, the, I believe, the Fort Amphitheater. And her tickets have dropped from being $118 to somewhere around $22. What the hell is really going on? It's like they're basically trying to give away tickets to see Fantasia. Are you kidding me? Do you know what type of... Uh, talent this girl has, this woman has? Do you know what she really is putting out here? I would love to hear that she's traveling abroad and doing some shows. That would bring my heart great joy. And while we're dealing with Fantasia, we got Nicki Minaj talking about she leaving the music industry. Yes. Can you believe that? She gonna tweet out, can't give you the album any sooner than I can give it. Sad face. Anyway, I'm leaving soon. I hope you'll be okay in my absence. Okay. Now, of course, we already understand that that's, that's her trying to let us, trying to insinuate, you know, that she kind of giving up on music. She don't know when she going to release her album or whatever. But let's just be real. She going to release that album. She got a lot to prove for about the past, how many, about five, or five years or so. She's been basically the leading woman in rap. She's even on the Flawless remix with Beyonce entitled herself as the queen of rap. So she has no choice. She has to release this music and she better because I want to hear it. So I just feel like all this whole little tweet situation going on that she got, she just, she just bullcorning with us, trying to troll us and make us want to be like, oh, come on, bring it, bring it, bring it. She, gonna, she, try, she probably trying to drop a little, uh, 
secret project on us. And speaking of secret projects, one of my idols, and I don't care what nobody say, Kanye West is planning on a secret project, and this is the rumor. He's planning this secret project out in Japan with Kid Cudi, who has been known to have problems with him in the past, and supposedly they're going to drop some crazy collaboration just out of nowhere. That's what the that's what the that's what the that's what the blogs that's what the rumor mill is saying, and usually you know they're not wrong. They plan to drop a surprise project on everybody, and it's actually being recorded as we speak. They're supposedly keeping such a tight lid on this that actually nobody really know what it is. Nobody know what it sounds like. There's actually nobody in the room except Kanye, Kid Cudi, and the engineer. And because Kanye is my idol, I support whatever he does. And I, I, feel, I feel that he's a genius. He's going to put out some incredible work. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, two quick things to mention in the movies category. We got Girls Trip. I want to shout out to uh, Black Girl Magic. They've uh, This week, they've crossed the, the movie Girls Trip starring Jada Pinkett Smith, Queen Latifah. Uh, Tiffany Haddish and Regina Hall, they have crossed the $100 million mark with their movie. And I'm not going to lie to you guys at all. I have not seen the movie, but I am proud for these ladies because these are wonderful actresses. And the reason why I haven't seen this movie personally is because it just, the things from the reviews and things that I've heard, it just seems to be very much a pretty much a chick flick and it's really made mostly for the ladies and that's cool you know i just really want to see queen latifah jada pinkett and some other chick come together and give us maybe some i don't know well i was gonna say set it off but we all know that most of those women died especially queen latifah in her uh epic moment of set it off so of course she can't be alive in a set it off too but i think jada pinkett or somebody else lived so I would be I would be all for it, even if they just was to show them in flashbacks. I'm here for it. Second movie news for those people who were expecting to get another uh, part of the series of Bad Boys, uh, starring Will Smith and Jen I mean and Martin Lawrence, not Jennifer Lawrence, no relation. Um, well, apparently, according to reports, Bad Boys for Life has been pulled from Sony's schedule. The third installment of the 1995 Bad Boys franchise has been set for a November, had been set for a November 2018 release, and they are pulling it. Now, I love Martin Lawrence. I love Will Smith, but I was not looking for this movie. I was not going to be checking for this movie. I loved Bad Boys when they did the first, uh, I think it was two, the first two parts. I enjoyed it. It's been forever and ever since then. I don't want to see it. All right, that's it that I have for celebrity and entertainment news this week. And back to you. That was a lot <laughs> of a lot of news and a lot of Yeah, I'm glad a new Bad Boys is not coming out. <laughs> so. Yes. I mean, who was really asking for it? Just like the new Jumanji. Who's asking for that? They're going to read the really? Jumanji. Yes, with Kevin Hart and of all people, uh, The Rock. The hell, and I, and from what I've heard, it has nothing to do like really with the game. There's like some other new storyline or something that they're creating with it. I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm not. I'm not gonna be present. Period. And that's when I make a sound of crickets. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good entertainment news. <laughs> Moving on. I try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, I like Golden Girls. And oh, so goodness. I'm about to. It's already weird. Put my love of Golden Girls with to my the love test. of weird news. <laughs> Oh, crap. <laughs> so, as Sophia Petrello <laughs> always said, picture it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to relate on this. 
Philadelphia, 2017. A woman is at work having lunch with her co-workers and she was talking and having a good time, laughing and talking. And she is eating her uh, Chick-fil-A sandwich. Not her curds and ways? No. (laughs) And so she flips over the bun. She's already eaten some. And she's like, man, they really burned this, um, this bun. And she throws it down on the table. And her coworker looks and flips it over. She sees whiskers sticking out of the bun because they baked a rope into the bread. I'm sorry. Did you just say a roach? A rodent. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Like a mouse. Is it? Oh my goodness. Into the bread, bitch? Into the bread. <laughs> Why are my toes curled under as I'm <laughs> thinking about this? And you know, this actually makes me feel glad that I'm on a liquid diet and I'm not fucking with those burgers and shit right now. That's crazy. Continue. Yeah. And so she apparently got an attorney and they were trying to settle, get something to happen. But, um, and this is a fan, a franchise, um, Chick-fil-A. And oh my god. The guy, the owner is not the story said he was not working with them. So Can they filed a lawsuit for uh fifty thousand dollars. Quick question. Did she did she eat said rodent? She ate a part of it. Did they specify which rodent? They didn't. I'm just thinking like, okay, so if you I mean, of course, she should have gotten an attorney, but I'm just thinking, does it really um, do justice to what you experienced? Because I just imagine myself, even if I had gone through that and I get an attorney, I just imagine I'm going to the, going to court. They ask me to speak about what happened. The first thing I would just be like, ah, like that's all I would have, like, <laughs> like. Can you? I just can't imagine eating any rodent, especially without my express consent, <laughs> you know, or or desire to have said rodent going down into my digestive tract. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. My head hurts. It was. Weird. <laughs> I think she. I think the story, if I'm remembering correctly, said she was very nauseated. And that's not the word that they use, but that's the only word that's coming to mind. Um, And apparently she took, went back to the store, um, I guess to get a refund or whatever. And I'm guessing the the owner was very curt (laughs) with her. Okay. Um, But... Yeah. Did you so, say already how much she's seeking? Uh $50,000. Only 50,000. Okay. Well, I don't Well, that's that's pretty small considering what people usually sue folks for these days. Yeah, and yeah. And I Which makes I, me really wonder now what was the rodent? Like yeah. and what portion did you eat? Like if you felt like because for example, like if it was for Oh my goodness, what if it was like a rat? And then you like ate like the head or the tail. Like I'm gonna need more than fifty thousand dollars for my uh all of that. Cause we're gonna need to clean me out. We're gonna need to get this all together. And I need a new house and car. <laughs> I didn't even realize they baked their own buns. <laughs> so, and this is Chick-fil-A, but see, I've never ate from them, so I have no a, idea. This is a franchise, so it's not Chick-fil-A. But aren't most of them chick I mean, most of, aren't most of them franchise though? At this point? I don't know. 
Mm. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I've ne- I have never, and this is actually making me feel slightly good, but not good for the person in the story. But I have never eaten from Chick-fil-A, mm. ever. And I've heard a lot of great things about it, actually. And I've heard a lot of great things about their lemonade, too. And one day I went there to try to get said lemonade, and the, the particular location I went to was closed. So I've never had anything from them. And so now I feel, uh, I'm not going to lie, I feel better. Yeah. Like I'm not missing out on anything, but possibly rodent baked bread. <laughs> and that was your weird news of the week. The next um, topic I want to discuss is American terrorism. Um, the media and politicians like, you know, our president or um, congressional, um, I was going to say Republicans, but it's, it's both sides. When it comes to somebody with brown skin or a little bit more melanin, um, they're real quick. Um, to call it terrorism. Um, If it's um, what they say, um, Muslim terrorism, they call it out really quickly. But in America, more people are harmed by um, white uh, supremacist terrorism than Muslim terrorism. If you want to focus on uh, the continental uh, America. But people, every time it's a white person that commits these acts of killing, I think it's three or more uh, people, they say, oh, this person has a mental illness or whatever. There's always an excuse for it. But you have, um, I think, I forgot his first name, Dylan Ruth. Dylan Ruth. I was just about to bring him up. Who killed the nine people in church. You have, of course, um, Charlottesville. You have, of course, the guy in uh, Portland, Oregon. Um, that killed the two the two um, ladies um, who were trying to stop him from saying racist things to a, a, another person. You have um, in New York and um, Maryland, all over the place, all these these white supremacists, and these are noted white supremacists because they're killing on the basis of you know these people are different from them or they're jewish or they're lgbt or whatever else they don't like they're saying it they have a history of it and it's always oh it's they're a fringe element it's not fringe um i think we got accustomed to you know it wasn't popular to say I'm a racist or I'm a right white supremacist. You know, you always had, you know, two or three who would get out there like uh, David Duke. Um, but it wasn't popular to be out there um, like it is now. Um, so while I don't think it's all Trump's fault, I think it's Trump's fault that he played to those people and play to that base um but it's not fringe it's not you know they they don't have a mental illness i think that is given a bad name to people with mental illness um these people are fully knowing what they're doing um so do you do you agree do you disagree i'm like i just don't think it's fringe um, I almost want to say, can we define fringe? Fringe is <laughs> just like, oh, this is rare, or it's just on the outskirts. 
Um, it's definitely not rare. Um, and, and I want to say, um, in terms of Dylan Roof, since we brought his name up, and I was actually searching for some updates on his case, and, and from what I'm seeing, he was actually sentenced to death in January for those uh, horrible shooting deaths. I mean, it's like it, it, it almost leaves me speechless to, to, to think about. But, um, but yes, it's definitely not French. And when you bring up this topic about uh, people, like, like you said earlier, that when it comes to certain, certain races, you know, it tends to be a lot quicker to process them and to get them sentenced and get them put in jail and all of this stuff. And then in some other, some other situations for other races, uh, usually the Caucasians, and I hate to say it that way, but it just, I mean, it is what it is. And it, it tends to be where they get, like you said, excuses are made. Oh, you all, and I've seen this probably 20 years or so that this has been a thing going on and it's just increasing and it's just always, it's an ongoing thing. You will see certain situations where certain races will not be spared. And then in, in the same situations, they're not, they're, they're made excuses for. They're made, oh, it's a mental issue. Oh, he needs therapy or something. Or he's, he didn't, he skipped his medication that day. It just, it's just all kinds of, things where these people are not necessarily either if they are punished they're not punished to the extent of what everyone else of other races are being punished and and it's it's really not right right that's how i feel about it yeah and you know i i'm trying to be really careful in how i talk about mental illness because you know that's that's part of my my job is helping people with all types of disabilities so you know the way i'm i'm trying to talk i'm not saying what i want to say because i i really don't want it to come out <laughs> incorrectly and you're dealing with bruce banner today so i'm really doing the very I'm giving you a little bit of a Anita Baker. I'm giving you the best that I've got <laughs> but for the it, love. It's <laughs> it's bad when they instantly and they do it a lot. They did it for Dylan Dylan Ruth and and oh my god! You know what? It, people, you know what? Uh, and, and they're they're it's just not right to when these people have a history. Now, people with, some people with mental illness do have a very aggressive and a violent um, streak. That's, that's no doubt about that. But these people, that's not what these people are. These people have been taught and continue to believe that the white man is supreme um and i don't i don't even want to say white because you know jewish people are are white <laughs> so and they hate them too you know you know what really annoyed me about the whole and i and i guess we we've, we've kind of zoomed in on this whole charleston shooting situation i what really annoyed me about that situation was we got to court. We finally had caught Dylan Roof. He's there held in whatever this room and uh, he's, they have him in there via Skype or whatever. And I didn't like that either. I felt like he should have been there live in the courtroom like everybody else and see these people speak to him live. But what, what killed me, one of the first thing that killed me the most was the families actually crying out and saying that they forgive this man for killing their loved ones. I mean, I understand the whole Christianity thing and all that, but you know, come on. This man just killed your mom, he killed your grandmother, whomever, and you're, you're sitting up here crying, talking about you forgive this man? And then when I, and when I hear that, I start doing my little research 
And did you know that the U.S. actually fast-tracked $29 million to pay off the shooting victims in that case in 2015? Mm -hmm. So it just makes me like, okay, so were these people just like, it's like, yeah, they're sad, but I'm going to forgive you because now I'm a millionaire. Well, how And that whole thing just kind of pisses me off. How do you like, I feel like if I'm in a situation where my mother or whomever was killed, no government is going to pay me into submission. Well, two questions. What do you define forgiveness as? Forgiveness is, like, you did this, but it's all right. I'm going to still love you anyway, just like I love everybody else in this world. You are forgiven. I'm not going to hold it against you even though you killed my mama and I'm sad and I'm going to grieve every year that I think about this, but it's all good type of thing when I think about forgiveness. And I don't think that's what those people think of forgiveness. And what I'm going to think because it's come, they're coming from the Christian standpoint and forgiveness is not at least what I believe or what I was taught, um, I really still believe forgiveness is not saying it's okay mm. or that we're not going to seek justice. Forgiveness is more of in a Christian realm, you're going to get yours in the end. And then as a, the, the Christian belief goes, you know, I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not forgetting whatever happened in this case, you know, people, loved ones dying, but it's like I'm giving it over to that higher, or in this case, God because only he can deal with it. I don't think it's it's okay or anything like that. And I don't think they got money when all that went down. So I don't think it was based on money either. I think these uh. people, I think these people, now were they as forgiving as what they portrayed on TV? I don't think that either. But I think in the midst, because this guy stated that he was trying to start a race war, a war. And I think part of what these people were doing on top of their faith was trying to stop a race war. Uh, and I'm mm -hmm. just thinking about the news around that time. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm really trying to stay in my Bruce Banner mode. <laughs> because I, I'm really trying, but and I'm I'm gonna make I'm just gonna make this my last statement on this, but and and I hear you, but I still I I respectfully disagree on that because I mean when I look up the definition of forgiveness, you get synonyms like pardon, absolution, exoneration, remission, dispensation. I mean I'm just like That's I your... and and then the and. It, I, it, it gives me, it, it, I guess it brings out the problem that, wow, the, the problem that I have with Christianity and, it, and it's, I guess, its definition of forgiveness and, and just like you're going to get yours and all this. I feel like if that's what you really mean to say, because to me, that's not the same to me. That's not the same thing as forgiveness. If you really mean to say, look, I'm you gonna get yours in the end. I'm I'm still gonna press charges. Then I feel like just say that. Don't say I forgive you. Say, look here, you killed my mama, and you gonna get yours. Oh yes, I'm gonna make sure that you pay for what the hell you did to my mama or my grandmama, or my auntie, my uncle, whomever. You gonna get yours. But you I know there is no pardoning going on here. There is no forgiving going on here. And that, to me, it just, it, I, I, I know, it just really annoys me. I think and they, that's still, all I 
I think they showed that they were not letting him get away with it. They were standing in court when they said the stuff you were talking about. Mm. Forgiveness is not for the person. Which is why I guess it also kind of pissed me off that they didn't even have him in the physical court. They had this man like on some TV screen, which you don't even know if it was live or not because he didn't have to say really anything much. And it was like, he was just standing there looking stupid. Well, it, And it was like, I'd rather him be right here. You killed my mama in my face. You're gonna you're gonna face me and what I got to say to my face. You have to put it in context. The, I guess the fact of the matter <laughs> is they thought this guy said he was trying to start a race war, and they were trying to avoid more blood bloodshed. And I think that was only the oh this legal guy and <laughs> um, it was his arraignment. My very last thing was would be if that was my mama or my grandmama, whomever, and, and definitely maybe this is why they didn't have him in the courtroom. But I would have kicked his ass. That would have been definitely a spectacle, but I would have kicked his ass right there in that room. And if I was gonna say if my sister or whomever had to say they forgive, it would not have been me. It just would not have been me. Yeah. Period. And and the last I'll say on it is forgiveness is normally not for the person that has done the wrong. Mm. It's for the person that has been wronged. That's what they say. Their choice in moving, moving on. Those people, I don't know whether if I would have been able to do it and hopefully I'll never have to um, think about that. Because I can't picture um, being in church and or, or having loved ones shot to death because they're because they're black. Hopefully, I will never have to. But I don't know. I think there was a whole lot of things going on. Um, and how how they wanted to do it. And how they're reacting since then, because we don't know how they how they were behind the scenes or what. But I think they were trying to. I think they were scared uh, because of what this man said, and they know more of that area than I do. Um, I think they were trying to do a whole lot while they were grieving, and. I think they believe that forgiveness is for them and not for Dil, uh, Dylan Roof. I will let that stand, though I have more things I could say on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I'm as, so angry. <laughs> as we get ready to come to a close, we hope that you enjoyed this episode and come back yes. for more episodes in the future. Um, we hope that you um, subscribe to us on iTunes. We are on iTunes. Yay. <laughs> Do you have a final thought? And um, um, if you want to suggest, uh, suggest uh, show ideas to us, um, you can write us at hbrpodcast at gmail.com. Say it one more time. H-Y-R podcast at gmail.com. And um, the final thought that I have um, today is um, nobody can do everything, but if everybody did something, everything would get done. All right? All right. And my dog just walked up to me like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That means it's time to go. Later.